Welcome to You're a Hairy Wizard. I'm your host, Justin WG, and my co-host today is... Eric Flores, and today we're going to be talking about the second movie in the, <clears throat> I guess, in the Star Wars, the Star Wars trilogy, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Um, it's quite an interesting movie seeing uh, Luke kind of go from, you know, a simple farmer to a, uh, you know, full-on rebellion member. Uh, like it, the movie kind of just starts off with them in the planet Hoth, in the rebel base, just um, preparing, you know, for like the empire to get to the, like them, because like they know that the empires are tracking them down and everything. And as like um, Luke goes out to search for any uh, any empire drones that are gonna be scouting at the planet, he finds out or he gets attacked by uh, a wampa. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's like the monster he was. Um, he got like basically attacked by, and then um, he just used his lightsaber to cut the. He used the force to get his lightsaber and just cut the monster's arm off. But like everything starts kind of kicking up, and uh, once the empire actually gets to the um, gets to the planet, and they start. Uh, and then uh, they start, you know, like everything starts going to shit. Basically, the empire starts invading. They start using AT-ATs, which is like these really dope, uh, kind of like I don't know, quadrupedal walkers that are basically have two big cans in the front. And start destroying everything. Yes, and I and I uh, I believe that it's great to mention with what Mr. Renu said in class about their maneuverability is very low. Yeah, their maneuver is b- very low, and then also. Um, they have a pretty major weak spot in the fact that if you shoot one directly in like the where it connects the head to the rest of the body, kind of like that neck area, you can basically take it down in one shot, which is a pretty big design flaw in my opinion. But you know what? To each their own. Yeah, we we see um, that they. I I, don't, I forgot who said it. I think Nick said it in class that it looked very menacing up close, but it would be very easy to take down due to its maneuverability. Yeah. Um, like, you can see, like, the Rebel pilots, they kind of, like, quickly learn that they're pretty bad in maneuverability, so they just kind of wrap their legs around in wires and then kind of take them down pretty easily. I also really like the mechanic of, uh, of the, like, it feels like it's like a castle siege, but they're just taking down... Like a machine, but like, or like an elephant. It's like an elephant. Kind of reminds me of it's the an wooden horse. Mechanical horse. Elephant. The giant wooden uh, horse, like you know, it could house a bunch of people and all that stuff, and they would come out like when they need to. Kind of reminds you of that, except it's not a trick. It's more like it's coming right at you, and you better find a way to take it down and get it out of its way because it's gonna kill you. And I believe we do see a enhance in the story and the relationship between Han and Le- Leia, Princess Leia. And we see them making out, I believe. And I, and I, I, I said this in the last podcast we did, but I feel like Han, Han Solo really has developed as a character, even though I did rate his design like a 5 out of 10. But I, I feel like through his actions... And just because he's a generic bad boy, I really feel like he's found a place in the rebellion and really is starting to prove himself even more than the last one. You know, he's not like the main character or anything. He's still a really good supporting character. The cast, I, I, I feel. 
Gee, I'm not trying to get it wrong, but I'm trying to remember when do um when do Luke and Leia kiss? I don't remember if it's in this movie or in the next one. No, they 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 we we did talk about them kissing at the end on the cheek, and then they kiss in the mouth in this movie. But I for, I forgot when it was. But they did say yeah. I, I Nick had me and Nick had a discussion in class, and I was comparing. Leia kissing Luke as like a type of motherly love or or um I don't say dedication but like a view of Leia caring about Luke but not um, romantically but like acting like he's hurt like she's taking responsibility over him because Luke does not have any parents that he knows of until of course he finds out that Darth Vader is his father spoilers but it's really not but, I mean, I really, at the end of the movie where they see Luke and Darth Vader in the last lightsaber duel, I always felt like Darth Vader was kind of messing with Luke. And, he, and he, if he really wanted to kill him, he could have in a sneak attack towards the end of the battle. But we see him, Darth Vader get, like... I don't know, I'd say like attacked, but it really didn't hurt him. He, it was more of something that pissed him off, and that's why Luke lost his hand in that scene. I mean, yeah, for like the whole movie, the rebellion's basically on the back foot from like the Battle of Ha to like Luke going off into some remote planet training with uh, Yoda, which is a pretty big part. Um, that has like a bunch of metaphors kind of showing, or a bunch of um, kind of foreshadowing that Darth Vader is somehow related to Luke. Like when you know when he enters the cave and then he has the Yoda, um, Yoda tells him that he's gonna face his biggest fear or um, inside the cave and then Darth Vader appears and he's fighting him and he cuts off like the mask or the head and then the mask reveals Luke under it and kind of shows like there's a connection between both of them. Oh yeah, we, I wonder what would happen if Luke actually found out that that Darth Vader was his father like like during the training and Yoda just told him or something but I, I feel that Luke not knowing adds to the factor of Luke wanting to suppress or feel not feel sorrow but like feel like a connection that he's responsible like the lineage that he's in is going down the path of Darth Vader a Sith Inquisitor a Sith Lord and I feel that Luke kind of feels responsible for his father. And that's why it really makes the ending of the movie so much better when Luke falls over. Because I talked to Mr. Renew in class about it. And I was wondering if like Darth Vader couldn't use the Force to bring him up. But it was theorized that, that Luke just like fell too quick for him to do so. And Luke didn't know for sure if the, the ship was going to be there. But due to Leia's Force connection with Luke... Like say that like that bond I told you about that they were able to save them and we get into the next movie, which it starts on Endor. But I, I feel that not starts, but like it's, it originates around Endor. Uh, like, and I really like how the really the bond of the father and son, and like I don't want to say Princess Leia is the mother and Darth Vader is the father, but. I had to say she's there and acts like she like really cares instead of like Darth Vader just asking Luke, do you want to join the Empire or join? Well, rule the galaxy. I really don't think that's a that's a really something a father should do, even though 
he's tainted already. Yeah. I mean, you can, as you were saying earlier, like, you can see their lineage kind of going down to the dark side. Uh, it's like, you know, Luke kind of only fights with anger um, once he starts, like, threatening that if he doesn't join her, he's going to go to lay and all that stuff. And then he starts, like, you know, actually fighting for real. He gets a scratch off, but then Darth Vader quickly shuts all that shit down and just cuts off his hand. And then kind of... um. Going back to like quickly to the Yoda scenes, um, you can kind of see more the fact that Luke starts tapping into the Force. You know, before he kind of just used it as like, oh, the Force. Uh, I just have to. It's more like senses and stuff like that. But then, as he does his training, you can see him more be more in tapped into it, as like with the rock training and him lifting out his uh, X wing out of the swamp water. But like, it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of weird that Yoda said that he's too old to be able to uh, start his training because, like, you know, the younglings are trained at a very young age. Like, Jedi's are trained at a very young age. And maybe he saw the connection between his father, who also started training at, at like, a semi-old age for a Jedi. And he might have seen, like, the connection there and thought that Luke was going down a dark path. Uh, I, I feel that, that, that Yoda was his... That Yoda was Luke's second mentor, and I, I feel that he developed and went through, developed his Force power, and uses and now use the Force, or or he he learns the concept of using the Force, and we see more of a connection through multiple tests, and then we get to the kind of like the climax of the movie, where they get where the Han Solo, Princess Leia, Chewbacca. They all get to Cloud City with where Lando Carlisian, Carlisian mm-hmm. yeah, he he betrays them, and then Han Solo gets this. He gets carbonized, I think, and that's kind of like the turning point of the movie, I would say, to like where everyone else they got they rebelled. You know, I did have a problem with the bounty hunter scene with Darth Vader when he was sitting at the table. Even though it's really iconic, because they were like standing in like the back next to Vader, but wouldn't they want to be behind them? Like I really don't, didn't really understand the position. Yeah, I mean, when you're scene. the dark, when you're the most like I guess second strongest force user ever, apart from like Palpatine, you don't really need to protect him. What are you gonna do? Take a shot for him? Nah, bro, dude. You saw when Han tried to shoot him, bro. He deflected that shot right off. He didn't tank it, bro. No, he just put his hand up and just slapped it away, basically. Just like, nah, bro. Don't don't come at me with that. Cause like Bob Boba Fett and I think it's T one twenty eight, the droid, the assassin droid. Which we don't know that much about assassin droids, but just because I've watched the Netflix series, I know that's an assassin droid. I mean, those things are and no they, joke. They kind of. They're assassins prone to Jabba the Hutt, and we'll see more of him in the next movie. But I really like the Jabba lineage as well as the main story's lineage. But I really like the bounty hunter aspect of the series, and I feel like it brings a lot of mystery and intrigue in how they act. Like, we, we saw that they, they used a technique, the, the, the Han Solo by, I think they used, like, they turned off their ship on an asteroid, I believe. And then when they, the Star Destroyer left that was searching for them, and then the bounty hunters 
followed them after they put their shit back on. I really... When, when I saw that scene, it's, like, really suspicious. And, like, I really like the whole, like, orchestration of planning that went into the movie. It's kind of like outsourcing. Like, think about it. Like, the Empire is basically just a giant government, a galactic government, and they're just kind of outsourcing to other private companies. It's basically what it is. Like, uh, Boba Fett is just a private company. He's a mercenary. He's just, like, someone you can hire to get the job done. So I'm assuming, like, you don't, you don't become a bounty hunter. You're just bad at it. You know, that, that guy's probably, like, you know, racking up the bodies. If, like, think about it. Darth Vader hired him. So this guy's, like, no joke. So he's probably really good at what he does. Well, we know we know the whole lineage of Django Fett and then Boba Fett, but I I I used to have the Lego set of the ship, Jabba the Hutt's palace ship, and he was standing next to the Rancor pit, and it used to be like one of my favorite builds as a kid, and I really enjoyed. It the design of Boba Fett compared to the other characters. I feel like that his design is really good. What's kind of cool is that you can see Boba Fett with, um, with Jabba, um, in like the, <clears throat> in the first movie, the new hope you can see him in the background. He just, he doesn't do anything. I'm assuming he's just waiting on orders from Jabba. And it's kind of cool that they added that little detail. He didn't have to be in there, but, you know, he was just in the... And most people wouldn't even know who that is if they didn't watch the movie. For the... If they watched the movie for the first time, they would have, like, no idea. He was just like, oh, who's that cool guy with a helmet? Like, I down to see him again. He just plot... It's just plot convenience that he's there. Yeah. I mean, the the... The name of the movie really does it does it justice. The Empire Strikes Back. I feel like this is like the movie where the Empire really got all the wins. They took over the rebel base on Hoth. They took over. They got Leia. They sent Luke off running her. Um, what else? They got Han Solo and Carbonite. They basically took over that city in the sky. No, but they, but they lost that though. They did they lose it? Well, yeah, wait. Wait, no, they fought back and they kind of lost because the rebels escaped. They didn't, no, but like they have control over it. Like it's theirs now. Wait, no, wait, no, no. Lobot, no. Lobot surrounded them. I remember Lobot surrounded them in the movie with all the, like the people from the the Cloud City. And then they disarmed those stormtroopers and they escaped. Yeah, no, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. And then the, the bounty hunters were afraid. Of Han Solo, and then they escaped too. For some reason, I don't know how bounty hunters who are trained, like you said, are afraid of someone with a blaster. Like, I'm pretty sure Han Solo's blaster isn't like the Star Wars Battlefront too, where it's like some hero weapon and it like blo- it like explodes your Ewan impact in like three shots. I don't think it's like anything like that. But I guess you could say that Boba Fett really didn't want it. it didn't feel like the necessary need to stay there anymore. So that's why he left. Yeah, I mean, I guess they took a really big loss when uh when Han Solo was frozen in carbonite. Like it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like that's kind of how they end, like not ended off, but like have him have his fate for that movie. That guy was like a wild card throughout the whole movie. His whole thing was just like I'm not held back by anything. 
just to be able to just to be frozen in carbonite where you can never move again. Hmm. Uh, well, I think the main the well, you mentioned the theme of the movie, and I it really makes me think that that the rebellion is most likely spoilers going to win because that's pretty canon. But throughout all like the experiences in this movie. I'm pretty sure the Rebels are going to have some time to shine in the next movie and possibly pull out a W. We see we see Darth Vader talk to Luke and it was like, it was, um, your fate has been seen by Darth Sidious. You will destroy him. You will overtake him. Now come, Luke, join the dark side. And, and, and me, father and son will rule over the galaxy. And we, we see this. And it's kind of already spoils what happened. Like, of course, Luke wins. But, because, like, we've already seen the movies and stuff. But that's really, like, a spoiler of things to come, too. I really don't think many people would pay attention to that in their podcast or make that known. It was, like, the New Hope was, like, hey, we, have, we can defeat the Empire. We have a chance. And then we got to Empire Strikes Back. They were angry. They got their revenge. They have the forces compared to the Rebels. And they basically slaughter them in this movie. But the next movie, it's like kind of like a 1v1 situation. And then the last movie will decide who won. And it's really more of things to come, to be honest. And I'm pretty sure that wraps it up. Yep. I'm pretty sure Chris would like to wrap it up, too. Yep. All right. Yeah. Th- this movie- so, yeah, it is your host, Justin WG. And my co-host, Eric Flores, and we are signing off.